Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. Okay, um, I think for the past two Sundays or three, we've been focusing on Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Today we are going to put the focus on the, the life, but um, I would just like to do a quick brush through the other two, Jesus. That discussion started at, um, you know, the Last Supper? Remember the Last Supper, the story of the Last Supper? Yeah, yes, that was when it started, you know. Um, it started in chapter 13, actually. He began to talk about where he was going. And then Peter said, he was coming with him. And then he said to Peter, no, you can't come now. You will come, don't worry, but it's not now. Jesus said some very, very strong. Um, I've heard people say that, because some people think that we ascribe so much honor and glory to Jesus because they assume that Jesus is just like any other religious founder and prophet and teacher. So even though the other religions, they will accept him, but they say, okay, he was just one of the perfect ones that were available, one of the best of God's prophets or God's servants. So they think, and they some even scholarly argue that there was no point, there was no place in the Bible where Jesus claimed that he was God. I've even heard some people who are Christians trying to, fight other Christians who talk about that and um, they fight people who talk about Trinity and they would try to say there was no way Jesus claimed that he was God. But I don't know how you can read, especially the book of John. <laughs> I don't know how you can read the book of John and not see that. And how you can see that and doubt. Is that how you say the man was mad? He didn't know what he was saying. Do you understand? The reason they killed him was that claim. Because severally, I mean, the Jews understood. For you to say, you know, we're singing here shouting just, I'm a child of God. <laughs> That's a, a killable offense. You're a child of God? It's a killable offense. That's why Jesus was killed. He claimed to be the son of God. I know what that means. That means he's equal with God. So for a Jew, when you say you are a son of God, it's beyond just God give birth to me, I'm a mini God. No. You're not, you're not claiming mini God. <laughs> you are saying you are equal with God. So they picked up stones to stone him. Imagine as I'm preaching, I just say something, so I just carry his shoe, just strong. <laughs> or by the Niger Delta in me, come out. <laughs> Your father, sorry. <laughs> will Smith? I will Will Smith the person, no. I'm a man of girl. <laughs> they picked up stones to stone him, and he was like, wait, for which of the good works now? You are stoning me. He said, no, no, for a good work, we can't doubt your good works. We can't, we, we, see, we are seeing it. But you being a man, make yourself equal with God. That's why I was stoning you, he's blasphemous. He said, 
if he called them gods unto whom the law was given, how would you say to me that I blaspheme? <laughs> he said some very, he was taking his claim as the eternal God when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what he was doing. So let's even look at the discourse briefly. Because another thing I want to say is, you know what, this period, talking about sonship, because this is how we enter into this thing. That's, this was what Jesus was, <laughs> amazing. Okay, this is how we enter into it. And um, like I said last time, it's a very difficult thing for religious folks, church or no church, to accept. It's a, you know, it's a very difficult thing for them to accept. There are big institutions built on the fact that you can't be saying that you are like God and stuff. They will use the same Bible to push you out of it. No, you are just a slave. You know, when you watch, what's that uh, Wale Delinga production? We are nothing but pencils. <laughs> I always reject it. I say, no. <laughs> I'm not a pencil in his hand. <laughs> the fact that he uses me and walks through my lips doesn't mean I'm a pencil. In his hand. We are nothing but pencils. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child of God, beloved of God. <laughs> okay, okay, so um, so these things uh, are not for us to have something to preach. The word of God is not, a, it's not something just to preach. It's something to live by. The reason for all these teachings is not like, man, ah, that's our church, man, they get rev. Will be new. No, it's not for that one. It's not for bragging. It's not for men who are new creation people. Mm -mm. It's for you to engage on earth, for you to live life. That's why. Because Jesus said, I have come so that you may have life. If you read the Passion Translation, it says, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So you must be talking about something else. Right? Because he was talking to people who are already alive. So he's talking about another kind of life. So don't just take these things and say, oh, 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 the man of God, oh, Jesus, oh, Rev. No, this is for you to engage in life, for you to live life at your terms. Hello? Live life as though the devil is on holiday. That's why God gives us these things. Do you get? For you to live on earth as God, not God over people, oh but God over all of creation. So you are Godding, you are Godding, we are just all Godding on our own and colliding and learning and Godding. Hello? Pardon the language. That's what, that's God's plan. In the book of Hebrews, it says Jesus came so that we bring many sons into glory is the fullness of God. It's everything that God is and has. That's glory. The Hebrew word for glory is kabod, it's heavy. Substance. That's what it is. So, matter. Substance. A synonym for glory is wealth. The first time the word glory was used in the Bible was used to signify wealth. It said Jacob had gotten all this from our father. It was, it was his uncle's sons that were complaining. So from our father has he gotten all this glory? It was referring to wealth material possessions. So glory is everything. It's heavy. It's everything that God is and has. 
So please don't just take these things and say, wow, Jesus is a mighty man. Jesus, Jesus is God in our church. We know that. No, it's Jesus came to introduce you to you, to show you how you were supposed to be, to show you God's original intent, God's original plan for you. Eh? Yes, God's original plan for us. So this morning, um, John chapter 14, let's begin from there. Like I said, the discussion started in John chapter 13. So in chapter 14, he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believed in God, believe also in me. 14, verse one, I just read verse one. And then he said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Okay, don't get, um, don't be confused. He's not speaking to physical mansions. No, he's not. He's speaking of your place in sonship, in union. But that's not today's teaching. And he said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, where I am. Hello? So that where I am, that's where you would be. Right? Jesus said his, his goal is so that you'll be exactly in the same position he's in. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then and he said we, this is where it starts getting interesting he said whither I go you know and the way you know you know Peter had asked him before say Baba where did you go I won't follow you <laughs> he said I, mean, I, have to, I want to go with you and then he said to Peter no 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 you can't, you can't go now then Peter said why, why, why not we follow you Then he continued talking. And then now Thomas said, okay. Peter, don't ask him. He said, Thomas said unto him, verse 5, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. We don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? What's Thomas saying to Jesus? <laughs> no, no, no. You know where I'm going and you know the way. Excuse me. Hello. Hold on, hold on. We don't even know where you are going. As we want to know the road. Who's lying? <laughs> it's always Thomas. <laughs> Do you get? He said, you know where I'm going. And you know the way. Ha! And Thomas get leave out. See, that should explain to you also the kind of relationship Jesus had with them. Yes. You know, one day Peter took him and Master, come. Why are you talking here? Why do you talk nonsense so you go die? He, the Bible says he took him aside and rebuked Jesus. <laughs> See relationship. With all the, they've seen him walk on water, raise the dead, multiplying food. He couldn't. I did I did talk in here. You're you're the Johnny Jan Ruff. What's wrong with you? Ah, he, and he did it respectfully. He removed him from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you get. <laughs> that's that's how God is. You remember Jonah? Yeah. You remember his prayer? Remember that teaching daddy? Remember his prayer with that's prayer. That's prayer. Read the book of Jonah. That's prayer. He was warning God. 
Warning him, say, eh? That's the same thing that Cain did. So as you are here now, you hear an audible voice call your name. Chinedu, what did you do last night? You go, you go peace for body there. KJV, what do I do last night? What didst thou do? My eyes see at thee. <laughs> you, you fear not to let you lift your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus. You won't dare it. It's Cain. Where is your brother? I said, No, waiting. My brother, now, baby. I beg you, you're my brother's keeper. Relationship. <laughs> That's what Peter said to Jesus. So Thomas said, Baba, wait, 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 before you go further. We don't know where you are going. Oh, they talk here, yeah. you want bamboo. I don't know where you are going. We, you know, don't be, we don't know where you are going. Yeah. Your, your own. And we don't even know the way. How can we know the way when we don't know where you are going? And Jesus said unto him, Ha. Ah. He said, I am the way. Much more than just saying I'm the way. He was declaring. He said, I am. Just like when he said before Abraham, I am. That's not a good language. That's not correct. He's before Abraham, I was. Or I seen your Abraham. He didn't say that. He said before Abraham, I am. Haba. He was declaring his. You know, Jesus had plenty, I am. You know, one of them, he said, I am the bread of life. I'm the stuff of life. Jesus. <laughs> He said, if anybody eats this bread, he will never die. How can you talk like that? Now he said, I am the way. So Jesus, he said, there is no other way. There is no plan. There are several ways to God. Mm -mm. Jesus said, no, there is only one. I am. I am the reality, the truth. So next time you're in a group of and say, no, no, let's, let's, let's face reality. There they say, that's what I'm facing, the word. He said, I am the truth, not a truth. And then the big one, he said, I am the life. I am the life. What life? What's he referring to? The life. So he's, he, what he's saying here is that he's the source of life itself, and he is the life. That's what he's saying. He is the life that keeps on giving. He is the very source of life. That's what he's saying. And in case you don't understand, he said nobody can get into union except through this life, through this way, except through this truth. Jesus staked his claim as the eternal God when he said he was the life. So this, the life, huh, sustains every life. Every other life springs from there and has maintenance and sustenance from there. He's referring to the eternal life. The connection, the real deal. That's what Jesus was talking about. You know, the discussion didn't end there, but of course, that's where we're ending. And then he, he took it further to, 
He said, if you have known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him and you have seen him. How about Jesus now? They don't know the way nor the place you are going. Now you have gone to the father now. He said, you know him now and you have seen him. Ha! <laughs> Check, trust Philip. <laughs> no, Philip said, no, no. Everybody feel quiet for this on me. Never. Say, Baba, we, we know everything you have done. You, you, you don't chair. Eh? All those ones that my mind show us the father and we'll be satisfied. They were not satisfied with Jesus because they didn't know who he is or who he was. Eh? Yes, who he am. <laughs> Philip said unto Lord, show us the father and it sufficeth that means it will be satisfied. That's enough. That's all we want. Jesus said unto him, you know, you know, if you are reading it now, you don't, you not, you don't get the inflection of, uh, you know, the of the voices. You, you you just read through, unless if you apply your mind, because it's not just like this. And Jesus said, "I'm the way, the truth, and life." And Philip said, "Lord, show us the Father." And Jesus said, "No, no, no, no." You know, it was a conversation. So this, if you read this, you know that this one, this wasn't just Jesus responding. It was like a retort. Like a smack to Philip. Say, have I been so long with you and yet you don't know me? Like a, a bit of disappointment. Like, ah, this same thing I've been talking about since for the past three years. <laughs> and that was what he kept demonstrating. That's what he kept demonstrating. When he healed, when he raised Lazarus from the dead. Ha! Huh, John 11, 25 or so. Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, I know my brother will rise again on the last day. Jesus said, eh? I'm the last day and the first day. That's what he's saying. I'm the finality. That's the truth. He said, he said to Martha, he said, I am the resurrection. There is no resurrection day. I, the day has come. And I'm the life. That's what he said. Amazing stuff. That's who Jesus is. That's who Jesus is. So, and then he demonstrated it. So when a particular type of life ended, the life came and animated it. Ha! One of the songs we sang just now, like say, His blood is flowing through my veins. Aya! Now I got through me. Got to me. His blood flows through my veins. It's not an ordinary thing. It's not. So don't, don't take salvation, your faith in Christ Jesus, as just a normal, you know, one of those things. This is not a go to heaven ticket. Or get out of jail, get out of hell kind of thing. I'm so glad I didn't come into this thing by escaping fire. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so, I'm so glad that was not my experience. Now, if that was your experience, it's fine. You're already here. Learn the truth. It's not so that you... <laughs> See, Jesus is the way. Do you get? There's no other way. There's no... Okay, you know, you can go through Buddha. There's no other way. It's only Jesus. 
I'm sorry. Maybe narrow-minded, but that's how it is. I mean, biologically speaking, I'm the only father of my son. Don't worry, he can't go and do DNA tests. It's fine. He can't be two fathers. One person is always the only father. I mean, science, doctors, is it possible for, where are the doctors? Who's the medical doctor here? Or biologist or whatever, all those things that, oh, see one of them. Is it possible for two men to sire a seed? A contribution. <laughs> two men who sire one seed. So it's the same way. There's only one way. It's the way. <laughs> That's Jesus. And he made no apologies for it. I'm the way. In fact, at one time, he said, any other person are thief. <laughs> Every other person that comes, they are thieves. Say they are thieves. When you say thieves, not too heavy. Say thief. Heavy. <laughs> thief. Now I stress. You emphasize it, not thief. Thief. Every other person. Is it not me? Only you, you are the door. Only you, you are the everything. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are the place. You are the door. You are the destination. You are the way to the destination. Yes. Only him. That is Alpha and Omega. Yes, you know, when he appeared to John the book of Revelation, he said, I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Both the end and the ending. You know, the end is the full stop. End is continue. It's continuous. That's Jesus. So, so this life is not only for resurrecting human life. It's also for animating things and sustaining, you know what we call inanimate objects? They have intelligence. They do. Otherwise, how come Jesus spoke to tree? So there's a tree life. He spoke to tree and the tree understood. He didn't say die, but that's what he said. No man eats from you from henceforth. Tree said, that's, that's the end for me. Purpose has finished, so. And then he spoke to the sea. One time he spoke to fish, or twice. He said, cast in your net for a drought. And all the fish, all the fishes telephoned each other. Say, oh God, say, enter that net. More enter net. Any net you see now, enter. <laughs> all of them. Peter said, we have toiled all night. You will toil when you are not with the life. Toiling has ceased. Just connect. No toiling. He said, we have toiled all night. And scientifically speaking, the daytime is not a good time to fish. Because the, the fishes will go down. They don't say, sun don't come out. Human activities have started. But Jesus said, now is the time. Fish. Immediately the head of fish, the MC Loma of fish heard it. He connected all of them. Everybody, the net, the next net you see enter. They entered and began to tear the net because ah, nobody won't disobey the master. 
Life. That's the life. Do you get? That's what God wants us to use. That's what God wants us to engage. So, <laughs> so I had eaten this thing and eaten it one day. And then, ha! Huh, and I met a woman. He said, I have some problems. Though. I said, That's not the, if you have a problem, no problem. You meet me, I'm the problem solved. You meet me, problem solved. No jamboree about it, no prayer, no special prayer. No special, yes. Solution center. No, we'll get there because this thing we're talking about, it's for you to engage with life. That's why, that's why God, that's why God did it. He said, let them have dominion over all the fish. You see, he didn't say let them have dominion over men. And that's the wrong use of our, that's why we keep killing each other. Because of the corruption that happened at the beginning. So by the time the doctors confirmed their words, it was not news to me. Say, Madam, you're not fit born. Even if you manage to carry belly, you're not fit. You're not going to work because there's nowhere for the seed to stay. Me. <laughs> My seed is sustained by this seed. Yes. What are you talking about? My seed will not stay. I said, even if I have no sperm, zero sperm count, not even low, and you don't have womb, when I engage, you will deliver my, my seed. Because I said to her, there was no seed, no sperm involved in the birth of Jesus. Yes. It was word. Yes, uh -huh. Abraham had become sterile. And Sarah was barren before. She now entered menopause. Menostop. Menodelete. Menonexistent. Men, not your day. No men. <laughs> no men. So what are you talking about? And yet God said, nah, he said by this time next year. You know, Jesus said, Jesus said, Abraham saw me in his days and he was happy. And did you say, this guy never is 50 years old. How you just see Abraham? When you go back to the book of Genesis and read it, you see. Yes. Three men came to Abraham one day. One of them was the Lord. Yeah. Because he said when the two of them went to Sodom, he said the Lord, Abraham spoke with the Lord. Abraham recognized, this is the one that has to come. This is the Lord, the creator of the universe. And Abraham, Abraham began to negotiate with him. He said Abraham saw me in his days and he was excited. Ha! They couldn't take it. So I said to my wife, chill, when I'm ready, you go born. Huh? They said, let us give you something so we can at least track your ov ovulation. Since you know the ovulation, we'll give you medicine to boost it and then we'll track it. I said, no tracking. You know what I've said to her repeatedly? Blood is not required to born. Don't, that's what I said. It's not science. It's not, it's not biological science. It's spiritual science. It's science, but it's not biological science. It's not law. It's the life. It's, you understand? The life. Act at work. That was what I was engaging. Because in my mind, I was upset. So if Jesus lives to marry, it will require the help of doctors to make his wife get pregnant. No, no. In John chapter 5, one day Jesus appeared at the pool of Bethesda. He said, do you want to be well? 
<laughs> Jesus knew who he was. And do you know how he found out? If you read the book of Hebrews, you see it. He said, it is written of me in the volume of the books. So he had gone to read it. And he sat down with it. So one day when he got up and said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. When he was done quoting the scriptures, the Bible said he closed it, looked at them and said, now nah, maybe that. So everywhere he went, that's what he was preaching. He said, that is me. What Isaiah was saying was, now me they talk about. So in Hebrews 8, it is written of me. That's what he did. He went and studied and cooked up himself in the word. Then when he came out, he just said to the man, you want where? It's a yes or no answer. He said, oh God, you know, you know how long I got there? 38 years. He said, I'm just waiting for somebody. That's what we are always doing. If I just know one person, do you know anybody? He said, I'm waiting for somebody. Somebody. You're waiting for somebody. The body who created all everybody is here. You are waiting for another body. He said, do you want to be well? He said, so when the angel come and say, I'm waiting, before I reach the person, don't take him. People will get connections. Jesus does not even argue. He said, get up. Get up. And the man, he was born lame. And he's been there for 38 years. 38 long years. You don't, they hostel, they hostel since you finished school. <laughs> they hostel, they don't do everything. And they don't go to just come say, Baba, you want blow? Say, bros, they say, I know anybody, eh? I just, you know why I don't, they find work, they can't. You want blow? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, I want blow. <laughs> That's what we do. He said, get up. So when the Jews saw that and began to engage him, he said, what's, what's wrong with you guys? Jesus said, as the father has life in himself, so has he given to the son. He said, as the father has life in himself, and quickened whomsoever. Quickened, that's old language. Gives life or activates, animates. He says, so does the son. He has given to the son. And he quickened whosoever he will. He don't need to ask for permission. So I say all these elements, all of them have conscience or they have intelligence. One day he just spoke to water and he blushed. If I didn't even speak, <laughs> he gestured. Of course, they heard his word. And they understood what he was saying. The waters understood. He said, draw water and give to the MC. The water knew they needed wine, not water. So it blushed. It fermented. What does water ferment? It became wine. became sweet, alcoholic beverage. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ever juice. It was alcoholic. Read the context of it, you find out. He was, he was alcoholic. And that's what Jesus drank too. <laughs> that's why when they were accusing him, they said, you're a wine biber. You're a drunk. <laughs> How many of you don't drink alcohol here? No, no, don't be. You don't drink alcohol. So it means that people who know you can never accuse you as an alcoholic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they can't accuse you as alcoholic. 
C'est un natif, non, non, d'agan, non, de tif, non, fait bien. C'est wine, bye bye, c'est glotton, and he drunk. He was always going to party. <laughs> Jesus, they chop life. Wait, so that you won't think maybe we're just saying it too much. Let me read this from Bible for you. Because it was David who showed us that in the presence of God there is at his right hand there are hello there are there are what pleasures what's the meaning of pleasure to anybody here what does pleasure mean to you enjoyment, <laughs> enjoyment. what are you talking about enjoyment God is for enjoyment to go away <laughs> don't listen to other people they tell you other things if you like listen not a dry life now you know <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm reading TPT, John chapter 10, verse 10. He says, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, to slaughter, and to destroy. He said, but I have come to give you everything in abundance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's TPT. I have come to give you everything in abundance. More than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. So in case... In case you are thinking everything in abundance also means sickness and disease and those other things. Listen to what he said next. He said, I am the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep. I mean, he can't be dying so that I would die now. Yeah. Huh? It's like me working to earn money so that my son will suffer. Right? No. When parents say, no, no, they suffer for, so that you not go so far. Yeah, so that Jesus is telling you. The life. So one day, Jesus entered town after they pursued him from another place. You know why they pursued him? He entered, okay, while he was on his way to that place, the demons knew he was coming, so they stared up the sea. So there was turbulence. And then they woke him up. He spoke to the sea. You know, I said all these things have intelligence. So you sp speak to your pocket, your body, your speak to money, speak to your environment, your house, your car. <laughs> Every time I tell people that I've used my car for six years, they're surprised. I say, because I talk to it. It will hear me. <laughs> so he spoke to the sea and the sea calmed. First of all, he rebuked the wind. So the, the disciples were, um, they say, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the seas obey him. The life. Do you get? So this life is, of course, it's eternal life. And Jesus said in John chapter 17 that eternal life is union with God. It is when you know God. He said, this is eternal life. That they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus, the son that you have sent. He said, that's eternal life. So eternal life has... No, it's not define eternal life as long life is not actually correct. Yeah. It's not about longevity. Yeah. You understand? It's about the quality of that life. It's about the fact that that life is supernatural. Do you get? And eternal life is so it's not just okay, I have eternal life. Oh, yes, you do have eternal life, so I will live forever. No, everybody will live forever. It's not today's teaching, but everybody will live forever. So and that eternal life, if you engage it, eh, you live above this normal natural realm. Seriously. 
That's how you live. So it's just normal for you. Like it couldn't come into my head that it will be, it will be, we will need prayers for my wife to burn. We will need special treatment. I couldn't, I know, eternal life was at work. I couldn't, it's, my mind could not think about it. So I had to tell her, no prayer will be made. It doesn't require prayer. So every time I see in those churches where I, I worship then and people come at the end of service and come to the, they call it altar. They come there and they kneel and pray. And then I'm like, I wish you knew that the thing you are looking for in Sokoto is inside your Sokoto. See, those seeking for the fruit of the womb, come out. Why are you? He lost. Yeah, because he lost. I look at skin for it. See, so so sometimes when me and my wife talk, say they are trying. I say no, we don't try to get pregnant. When you try trying to, what are you trying? When dog, the dogs don't even pray. Dogs, animals, they don't even pray. They just go and then they born. Then me, <laughs> me. Me, where God died for. Me, that blood was shed for. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Forget it, man. Forget it. So, so in John, 1 John, let's do 1 John. Let's read some scriptures. Let's do 1 John. 1 John. Let's show you what Jesus means when he said and the life. He says, that which was from the beginning, verse one. That, um, so you see, you see how I'm punctuating it? That which was. This was is not the words of past tense, like, okay, was. It's the words of that which existed from the beginning. Because before the beginning began, he was there. He was the one that began the beginning. So that which was. He, before the beginning started, he already was. Do you get it? <laughs> he already was. You know the sun is the source of our light. What's the source of the sun? The so yeah, the sun, Jesus. The father, yeah, the source. Because when God called light, it wasn't sun, though. Go and read your book, the book of Genesis chapter 1. When he said light be, there was no sun. No. He created the sun later. Yes, <laughs> and the sun now became source. It's only God that works like that. There was already light, but there was no sun. <laughs> oh God. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. Usually what do you hear? Words, right? Okay. Which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled. Of the word of life. For the life was revealed or manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness, and show unto you the Father. No, and show unto you that eternal life. Which was with the Father and was manifested 
unto us. So Jesus said, I'm the life. I'm the life. In John chapter 17, verse 17, he says, sanctify them by your word, by your truth. Your word is truth. So, and then he said, I'm the truth. Ha. <laughs> sanctify them by thy truth. Your word is truth. And then he said, I am the truth. Uh, 1 John chapter 5. So this is where, where I want us to go. So if we, you know, we can accept all these things about Jesus. It becomes tough when you try to accept it about yourself. And that's where, that's where they will fight you. And that's where the problem is. Okay. Mm. 1 John chapter 5. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Verse 11. He said, And this is the record that God had given to us. Is it there? Yes. God has given to us what? He's going to give us. No. He has given This thing that Jesus is, this thing that we're talking about, this life that sustains everything, eh? that is superpower over anything. You know, resurrection, resurrection is bigger than death. Uh, yes, resurrection is bigger than death. This life is bigger than resurrection. Resurrection is inside it. So that's why he said, I am the resurrection and the life. So that's why when they say he's there, they say he's sleeping. Say, no, no, I've changed it. I say he's sleeping. I've activated something. He's sleeping. One day, Jesus walked into the city called Nain. Luke chapter, I think seven or so. And then there was a, a funeral procession. And Jesus had compassion on the mother. He saw the woman and knew that that was the only child and she was a widow. And he was touched. And then he told her, oh, no worry. I'll change her for you now. <laughs> Don't worry. Everything will be all right. It's not take heart, eh? May God grant you this fortitude to bear this loss. He said, hold on. Wait, wait, I want to do now. He touched and then they stopped. Say, young man, get up. Strong with you. Get up. And he got up. I was speaking to his mother. When he got to Jairus' house, they were mourning and wailing and crying. He said, the child is sleeping. And they started laughing. <laughs> eh? As in, I'm shocked. No, that one, first of all, got me. He, somebody entered where people were wailing. Of course, you know, there are people, they pay, they, that's their job. <laughs> they are crying crocodile tears. People were wailing and crying, like, and the mother was despondent, like, oh, God, don't trouble the master. Don't worry, you try. He was coming before, but you get good mind, but it's okay. Because to, to human beings, eh, death is the ultimate. Death is final. 
So you have to engage with this life, with sonship, for that not to be in your mind. You have to. Because many times when we think, we just think like that naturally. No, you have Hey, Paul said, fight the good fight. Lay hold on eternal life. He said to lay hold on it. Lay hold on it. That's why the man refused to die, Paul. He refused. When he was, he said, I am now ready to be offered. Because he learned from Jesus. Jesus said, this one thing the father had, I have power to lay down my life and to take it up again. Paul had eaten the same thing. He said, I'm now ready. When he was not ready, they beat him to death and they gathered to do burial. Paul said, are you guys okay? Let's go into the other city. Though they, they were not praying for resurrection. He got up. He said, no, I go collect new assignments. Now they pray. Let's move. He died. He said, Paul the aged. That's, he was an old man when he died. Paul the aged. Read it. You find it in, I think, in Philemon. I'm now ready to be. It was the same Paul who was talking about death as if he won't be lottery. See? Ah, man. Paul, I don't know what I'll do now. I just have this. What did you choose now? I don't understand. But I might go US or I might just stay in Nigeria. No, I might, stay, I might go Canada. You know what? I'll just stay in Nigeria. He was talking about death. He said, I'm confused. I don't know. I'm, I have a hard decision. Uh, he said, what I make I go? What I should die? <laughs> death is a choice. what I'm talking about. I went to one uh, this year. I had some fr- young, young friends that this one died. This one. Ah, so I went for the funeral and then the pastor just the yano pata. <laughs> the yano dust. He quoted that scripture. I said, Paul, Paul had so served God. God now gave him the grace to be able to talk whether he will die or not. Can you live your life like that so that one day you'll be able to? This is what's available to all of us. You say, what I should, should I die? Had to die is better. You see, because Paul was one who said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So he knew. He knew that checking out of the body was akin to a Nigerian winning US visa lottery or Canada PR. Paul knew it was like that. So people are smiling <laughs> because uh, <laughs> God will soon butter your bread. <laughs> Canada, here I come. <laughs> that, was, that, that was what exactly what it was for Paul. Say, so, but. I'll stay for your sake. Let me just stay so that I can impart unto you some goods. And he stayed. So when he was ready, he said, I am now ready to be offered. It, not that I'm ready to die. Oh. I'm ready to be crucified. To be sacrificed. That means I'm ready to be martyred. Ha! It was only Paul who knew that it was a choice. <laughs> I know you can't take it. I, I, I will offer it. It's not yours to take. What are we reading? It says, God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life and he that hath not the son of God hath not life. So you must know that he's talking about another kind of life. It's not because, I mean, <laughs> to have something, for me to be talking to you, you have to be alive, right? Yeah. Uh, so he's talking about a superior life. A life that supersedes all kinds, all kinds of, a life that is 
all-encompassing that is that controls everything, that has dominion, that dominates everywhere. A life you can apply to business, apply to relationships, to marriage, to your health, to your body. Is in you. And if you read this 1 John chapter 5, it says, when you believe, that's how it means to, that's what it means to have the son. You believe in Jesus. You believe that Jesus died for you. You have the son. And then you become the son. And then this life, this life is in you. So one brother shared a testimony with me last week. He said, um, I think he was having water problems at his house. I said, I asked him to come and share the testimony. He said, no, 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 share the testimony. So this day he was having his bath. So while he was having his bath, you know that way down the bath, don't put so far. He can't put <laughs> But I don't know if that was what happened. But he said he noticed that the water started finishing. Water what was, I mean, was over. It was, was not sufficient. So it was flowing as good as it was. So water don't they finish. So he said, he said, I remembered you. That's what he said. He said, I just thought of you, faith and everything. And I said, water flow. He says, Pastor, the water flowed. Till I finished having my bath, I had to make it stop. So he made it say, I said, yes, that's the life. Eternal life. Um, I mean, it's not strange now. It can't be strange. The cruise of oil did not cease. What do you have in your house? Oh, no, nothing. Only one small bangle of oil. He said, go and borrow kegs. Borrow not a few. And then when they came, he said, oh, God, we don't borrow. He said, he said we borrow plenty. Empty, borrow empty containers. And then begin to pour. Ha! Begin to pour from that small cruise of oil into those other. So, so I have one cup of oil. He said I should borrow 50 liters, 100 liters, like 50. And then from that one cup, start pouring. Start pouring into the 50 liters, 100 liters. And she kept pouring and pouring. So when the son said, bring the manager, he said, don't finish. He said the cruise of oil ceased. Life. Do you think about these things? So don't you know that those things are some, like they, are, they, are, they are things you can also engage now? Actually, as a matter of fact, you have more rights, more access to engage those things now. The oil ceased. She became, started trading oil from one cup of oil. Oil and gas, straight up. Straight up. Because this eternal life has no limits to its goodness. You know, nothing finishes there. So when Jesus came before seven, uh, 6,000, 7,000 people and there was only a little boy's lunch, he said, Make, let her chill. The Bible says he looked up. You know what he did? Yes, maybe he looked up. But he cast his gaze into the other realm where there's surplus, where there's no, there, nothing finishes. He said he looked up and give thanks. You know, he said in John chapter 5, he said, I go see my papa Doam. I go Doam. He said, There's nothing I do unless I see him do it. So, ha, ah, Jesus. So, when he saw the situation, he saw small bread and fish just for smoke for a child. Food enough for billionaire to eat. He looked and then he saw plenty hungry mouths. <laughs> he said, Let it, let it chill, let it chill. Then he, <laughs> he connected. As he said, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, give me a minute. Ah, he looked up. 
to the, a place where there is no insufficiency, where there's always abundance. He looked up because he said in John chapter 5, these things that I do, don't be surprised. I see my father do them first. So he looks into the realm. Angels, they're hungry. Is there lack there? Copy and paste, my brother. So he looked at it. So okay, I bread food there now with fish. Oh yeah. He said, I begin to give them. And they shared and shared and shared. You know, that miracle didn't happen. It wasn't like when, when he looked and then there was plenty of bread and fish. No, if it was like that, it's easy to believe now. <laughs> so he caught the fish and gave the disciples. Finished from his hand, he said, share it. So as they got there and gave it to her, as we're going to the next person, he was still there. Mm. It happened in their hands. Yeah. Because that's how God always engages. He's engaged so that you will see that now me and you, they do yeah. It's not just me. You just be available. That's why he said, they shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick will... He didn't say they shall lay hands and then I will come and move and recover the sick. If they will lay hands... The sick will recover. Do you get it? That's what God wants for all of us. So this thing is not for preaching. It's for you to live your life. Oh, I heard Chinedu giving testimony um, last week say, ah, this year, was it last year or this year that, you know, he was not sick. That's eternal. That's how it should be. 22 years counting. Doctors don't know my name. They, they can't. There is life, the life of God inside. And I dare to use it. I dare to engage it. I have more confidence in the life of God than chemicals. No offense to doctors. As a matter of fact, I tell most of my doctor friends, you are doing God's work. You are trying, you are trying to keep people alive. That's God's work. It's just that I'm a different kind of doctor. <laughs> <laughs> because I operate with the great physician. There's only one great, he's the great physician. He never loses a case. He never refers a case. Jesus is the only one that doesn't refer a case. See, um, there's one specialist there. When you get to him, that's the final bus stop. That's the answer. And his, his methods are not conventional. He does surgery, I know, no mark. All this laser technology, they're trying to copy him. He will come and just switch the thing and everything is in order. Hallelujah. Do you get? So eternal life is at work in you. Give it expression. Be bold about it. You would, as you begin to operate these things, you would, you will falter. No problem. Get up. A righteous man falls down seven times. And that means a righteous man doesn't stay down. That's what it does. Like he fall one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He won't fall again. No. A righteous man never stays down. He's, ne he's always winning. He's always winning. He's always winning. If, if, you see, see what they used to represent life. You see, it's always like this. <laughs> when he's straight, he's dangerous. <laughs> he's dangerous. He keeps going. He doesn't stop. He just keeps going. Hallelujah. So this eternal life is in his son. And he that has the son has life. So what you should do is take advantage of it. As Paul said, he said, take advantage of the grace of God. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord, not in yourself. 
Not in your self-righteousness. Not in your ability and your intellect. In the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. So you say, I'm strong in the Lord. My confidence is in the Lord and in the power of his might. Think about it. The power of his might. The power of his might. The word of God. The spirit of God. The power of his might. Be strong in it. So you are in it. Be strong in it. Eternal life is at work in me. So sometimes my body begins to behave like say, <laughs> I say, I've got the life of God in me. My body responds to God's word. Uh, yes, and they do respond. My body responds to God's word. Body settle down. That's what they tell them. Settle down. The word of God is working in me mightily. Hello? When you, when you are doing that, you are stoking the embers. Yeah, you are, you are releasing stuff. The body will respond. The same way it responded to Jesus, it will always respond. So then take it from you now and push it out. That's why Jesus said they will lay hands on the sick. Why? Because now the life, the life source is inside them. Praise the Lord. Can we just stand up on our feet this morning if you receive the word? And just thank him for this life. This life, this life is superior to death. This life overcomes lack, fear. This life, this life, this is true life. This life has everything good for you. This life overcomes fear, lack, scarcity. Scarcity cannot limit this life. So if we take advantage of this life, you, the news about Nigerian economy and all those things would not disturb you. You know the times in which Jesus lived and the apostles they lived? They lived in worse times and eras, under worse governments than we are living in Nigeria. Worse governments than Putin and all the others put together, than, than Hitler. I mean, Hitler didn't claim to be God. Caesar was God. Hey? How could you? Today we say Christianity. You know, those days it wasn't Christianity. Uh -huh. Now we accept the name and no, that. they were called people of the way. They claimed that this is the every other way was false. And those days, if you said anything blasphemous, they killed you. It's not now that you can just come up and say, uh, who is Jesus? Uh, I'm the new. They will kill you. The king. You know what Christians suffered? What people suffered? And then when Roman Catholic now came, ha, they took it to the height. So now because a lot of things have been changed down the line, a lot of things have watered down, we don't even know the effects of some of the things that we see. This life that you have, it cannot, the Bible says, in John chapter 1, it says, in him was life. It's talking about the life. And the life was, the life is the light of men, the development of men. It says, the light from that life shines in darkness and the darkness cannot distinguish it. Darkness cannot comprehend it. So if you decide to allow the light shine, there's no, there's no amount of disease, demon, lack, problems in life that can win. There is none. That's why Paul said in all these things, we are more than conquerors 
We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. When I nearly got born again and these things began to enter into me, I said to some of my big, big friends in the faith those days, those guys who have been born again since they tried to preach to me, I said, because of what I've eaten so far, I said, if I'm in a plane and the plane explodes in the air, I won't die. They said, you were just, I was just born again like four weeks. They said, what are you talking about? Which you get that kind of faith. I better go and sit down. I said, no, no, it's not about faith. They didn't allow me to explain. Okay, what will happen to you? I said, it's either I will be in my destination or I don't know how God will do it, but I won't die. I was a young boy Christian, about a month old. And I, I didn't allow their unbelief to stop me. I held on to it. It's still my belief today. If you were fated to die, just come and beg me to be in that flight. You can't die. Paul had shipwreck. He woke up and told them, say, <laughs> he said, relax. The life of everybody has been given to me. Ha! He said, the, an angel visited me. He told the life, all of them are alive there with me. Don't worry, nobody will die. That's what Paul said. In a shipwreck, he held everybody's life together. I said, nobody's dying. We will lose the ship. No problem. Nobody's dying. That's what Paul said. So how can you be there? I know it raises lots of questions. So all those men are going with their uncle. I don't know what they are eating. I'm talking my own. Because Jesus was also in a boat. An accident, they happened. He got up and said, Don't put over her face at all. Why are you little face? Why the fear? I heard a story. Bishop Oedekbo. He was driving one day and then there was a collision that was going to happen. I think he and his wife. And then a truck was coming. He would say it. He say, those days, those narrow roads, those days. He said, and the truck was coming. I said, my wife said, Jesus, Jesus. I said, what's this enough? Ha, 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 ha. He said, you were, we're going to collide. And she said, Jesus, Jesus. I said, what's this enough? What are you talking about? Where am I stuff? I'm again, my goose. Thanks. He said, once is enough. Uh, Jesus, he didn't say in the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> once is enough. Once is enough. The man had eaten, he had engaged, he had, he had come into terms with eternal life, the life. The once is enough. He had, had, he had several testimonies like that. So those days, as a young Christian, I, was, I used to listen to him a lot. All those his journeys. He said, once I was on my way from the north, at night we were driving with some pastors. Everybody was talking and we were talking. I was in one of those narrow bridges of those days. He said, this thing I noticed, everybody's head had gone down. I didn't hear voices again. And then I looked, I was up. And then I looked in front of me. Another trailer coming. And it was a narrow bridge. Said there was no escape. It's only it's a one-way bridge. He said, and I said, God, what's happening here? Uh, no problem. There's no, it, I mean, there's no accident in heaven now. He said, and we passed. He said, only God. In, he said, only when I get to heaven, I will find out what happened that day. Because the road was not enough to take two of us. But I passed. And then by the time we passed, and I heard everybody heave this. <sighs> Say the dead have come back to life. <laughs> and they say, what happened? He said, I don't know. 
So do you get, you must take this thing and be caught. That's why Paul said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Brother, it's not, hearing me say it now will not get you there. It can tickle you and get you started. But you need to eat it. Listen to this kind of teachings. Stay with the word of God. Say it over and over again. Speak in other tongues and think about it. That's how it enters. Because the Bible says when the cloud be full of rain, they pour. so naturally, if you squeeze an orange, what comes out? Uh, what, eh, what juice? Orange. Not lime. Not guava. Not mango. And because life will always squeeze. So when, the, when you are squeezed, when you encounter life, the what comes out is what you have put in there. What you are putting there? So, 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 so lay hold. Don't look at, don't leave it as anything for them Christians, you know, the pastor, Freddie, or those are men. No, it's for you. If I didn't know it, I would be like all those Christians now looking for prayers up and down, going from place to place, looking for children. If I didn't know it. But I knew it. I prepared for it. Do you get? So that's why we're doing all these things. That's why we're talking about sonship. That's who you are. This is your real life. Your real life is glory. Your real life is glorious. So let's stop playing second fiddle, playing like, I mean, all these babalawo kind of Christians that we try to do. Now you get, you dream, you go and be calling pastor. No, if that's where you are, start there. But make sure that don't, you don't stay there. Make sure, and those of you that they call, make sure you teach them to the extent where they know that. You change the dream. Papa. Vex, go back and dream again. Yes. Change it. Engage these things. How? Believe it and say it boldly. That's what you do. See, this is God's dream. That's God's plan for every one of us. Every one of us. Discussion I was having with my wife recently, and we we're talking about some of these um, problems. And I'm like, no, now it's the same thing. He said, okay, we we're talking about somebody that uh, when she was going to have a baby, they told her the baby was abridged and she began to cry. So my wife was like, ah, she was crying. So I looked at her, I said, say she was crying. I said, and that was a small thing, I just see it. I said, the devil doesn't have new tricks, it's just different envelope, it's the same problem. It just repackages it. I said, see that thing that's making her cry? It will not have made you cry. It not have made you cry because you, you know, of course. But the one where they make you cry is the same thing with that one. And she looked at I said, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. What Satan is after is not the, the fact that uh, this one is cancer. Uh, this, I said, you know, say, the reason why cancer, COVID and those things are the way they are eh, is because of the way we perceive them. Because we think one is higher than the other. And in real terms, you know doctors have no medicine for cold? In the real sense of it. They have no medicine for cold. And it's more dangerous than those ones. And malaria that we are not afraid of is more deadly than AIDS, HIV AIDS. But mosquito bites you, you don't pray in tongues now, do you pray? When mosquito bites you, do you come to Freddy and say, Sir, I went to the hospital, you say I have malaria. You say it with bone. I, I am, they say it's malaria, it's typhoid. <laughs> but can you boldly say, praise the Lord. I, I, I was so down. I went to the hospital. It was HIV. Uh, but it's okay. 
So I went to the hospital. It was cancer. It's cancer of the blood. And but thank God. You see, when you hear that one, that name to some people is bigger. Yes. But with Jesus, it's normal. Person where he dies, the same thing with person where they sleep. Yes. So when they say Lazarus is dead and four days, they say, don't worry, sickness is not unto death. Say, no, no, no. He, he says he's very dead. He says he's sleeping. It's not deep. I said, so I said to my wife, I said, God doesn't exert more anointing to heal malaria yes, than he does to heal, or to heal HIV than he does to heal malaria. Yes, like I've said repeatedly, I said to one of my brothers, so in teaching about faith, I said to him, if you are going to get married and you went to the hospital and you did tests and they say your wife had typhoid, will you marry her? Yes, now. you marry. But if they say she has HIV AIDS, you now say, brother, be wise. <laughs> say wisdom. Let's apply wisdom here. Why wouldn't you apply wisdom with malaria? Because in your mind, HIV AIDS is bigger than eternal life. It's bigger than the life you carry. So when I said that to him, he said, Martin, not thanks God, or not tempt God. <laughs> I said, if he has, I will not need any. When I engage, HIV has go cut out. Because it's like that with Jesus. Before Jesus came, you couldn't touch a leprous, a leprous, a leprous man or a leper. But Jesus who touched, Jesus would, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus would touch the, you say, Master, if you will, I know you can make me whole. Say, I know you have the power, but I don't know if it is your will. And then the Bible says, Jesus touched him. Say, beyond willing, beyond willing, don't worry. He touched him. So Jesus infested leprosy with health and life. Say, that, that disease is, is contractible. If you touch me, touch the disease, I'll carry it. I'll be the disease to carry life. How are you thinking? Renew you. That's what it means to renew your mind. Renew your mind. He says, you are transformed by the renewing your mind see no nobody they ever make up for that street really wait let me come and change it lift up your hands and just pray in other tongues receive I pray thee Job said the words from his mouth he said thereby good will come receive I pray thee the word he said, no, no. He said, asthma. No, the asthma doesn't have healing. It can only be managed. Brother, enter the system and remove the asthma. Say, no, so I was born like that. In my family, we are all like that. Not because you've accepted it. Why will you accept it? Why? And God will not force you. <laughs> he will only show you what's available. You have to be the one to walk and take it. So think this life that God has called us to, it's a glorious life. Do you understand? It's not a life for, it's not a religious thing. It's not, these things are not so that we can go about and be preaching and be saying our own is the best. No, it's for you to live a glorious life and live a life full of light. 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 I do not yet have a, a hospital card. I don't have hospital card I will never need it for my life if I ever land in hospital 
me for my own treatment, it must mean that I gave up. And the people there took me to the hospital. I will never need it. Never. That's not in my engagement. It's not. Not in God's plan for me. So I'm not among those that they prepare hospitals for. It's for other people. And it's, it's this thing I'm talking about is available to everybody. Everybody. Exato kapake delodos. Lord, thank you for this eternal life. Jesus said, I am the life. The life. The life. He said, I am the truth. The truth. The word of God is truth. He says, sanctify them. Sanctify means set apart. Set them apart. Make them special by your truth. Your word is truth. The word of God is truth. And the word is working in me mightily. No matter what the circumstance no matter what I see or feel, the word is working in me mightily. Ah, exosa katelish, ebaredos musie valiata, eteledusekalas, eberedoske, adaji andale gosuye, edeko jabalades, balayandebos, iriada bakostish, ebrata kazi tiobolobos, aperide su kaliadas. So the nature of this life is that it's supernatural. It's limitless. It's limitless. The limit you experience is the one you put in your by yourself. The only barrier is what you think about. Is the one you have accepted. I, I, I said no. You don't need. You don't need everything to be correct biologically to be able to have kids. And I've proven it. I've proven it. So you can't tell me otherwise. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. We receive your word. We receive your word, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that helps us to walk in these truths. Thank you. Thank you for the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.